Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Minimap cast. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Um, did you just mix hello and hi? I, I did. I didn't... I didn't Hel- hello. I, I didn't want to talk about it, but here we are talking about it. Ho! Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ho there! Uh, this is uh, the Minimap cast episode for the 26th of September, 2018. Uh, if last time was Spider-Man week, this time is Telltale week, which is very sad, but uh, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, to my left is Jeremy Bratitich. Hello. <laughs> He's got a new mic stand. He's yeah. very happy. I don't have to bend over while talking now. It's great. It's great. Now I just have to show all back problems because this chair sucks. And to my right <laughs> is June Williams. <laughs> Hello. Um, so yeah, the, this is uh, this is good, this podcast. We, we liked doing this the last time and, um, and now we're going to do it again. <laughs> You're right. This is good. This is good, this podcast. Um, so there's a few things we want to talk about. I think we've, we've kind of got like... One big topic, and then a bunch of little, little tidbits. Babies. Yeah, baby topics. Baby topics. Um, so I, uh, ah, that's what we should do. Uh, you can get this podcast from a number of places. Uh, you can find it when we tweet it out on Twitter, at MinimapAU. You can find it on our website, minimap.com.au. You can find, uh, what else? Where else? You can probably find us on... Well, we don't have that. Podcasting services. Yeah, just podcasting services. Yeah. Let us know if it's not on the one that you want, and we'll try and make that happen for you. Which is funny, because it's on none at the moment. Yeah, well, well you won't know that, because you're listening to that. it. It's okay. It's, it's a secret. None of the time of recording, definitely some by the time you're listening to it, because that's how you get it. Exactly. Um, let, let's crack into this. Uh, so our first topic for the week is the sudden and tragic closure of Telltale Games. Sort of closure. Major firing... Pretty f- much closure. Future closure. Well, they're still developing the Minecraft one. With a skeleton crew. Yeah, 25 people. Anyway, we'll, we'll get into that. So, in case uh, you haven't heard, which I would be very surprised by, Telltale Games, the creators of uh, popular franchise, popular narrative game franchises of The Walking Dead, Wolf and Among Us. Wolf Among Us, and Tales from the Borderlands, and the Batman games, and... The, the Guardians of the Galaxy one, and... Minecraft Story Mode... Yep. And the future Stranger Things one. I think we've just listed all of their projects. And all of the things that they did before they blew up with The Walking Dead has um, closed their studio overnight, basically. So what they've, what they've done is there's, there were mass layoffs of 225 people with uh, 25 people left as a skeleton crew to finish uh, their obligations to Netflix for the, uh, the Minecraft property that they're working on. Um, and it was... Overnight, the employees didn't know what was going to happen, and somehow uh, the financial situation was managed so poorly that uh, by the time uh, one round of funding got pulled out, apparently that was enough for the whole studio to shut down. So in the wake of this, there's been a lot of discussion. Um, it sort of reignited the discussion that's been happening on and off again this year about uh, unionising for the games industry, which I don't really think I'm qualified to talk about. But you know. Spoilers, it'll be a good thing. Yeah, um, good good for people who suddenly lose their jobs. Good for hundreds of people. Um, so yeah, there's a there's a few things I, I wanted to touch on, um, and I've got a bunch of tweet resources here open, um, mostly from uh, Dave Milner, who's uh, editor for Game Informer of Australia, and um, and also from a narrative designer at Telltale um, uh, called Emily Grace Buck, uh, who work has worked on. At least since the first Walking Dead game, and, and since, um, 
So, yeah, like what? I guess what do you, what what are all y'all's uh, first? I guess your your first takes on on this situation, June, Jeremy. Um, I mean, it sucks, right? Like it's it's yeah. like it's it was very. <coughs> judging by the response from Twitter from uh, now ex developers, yeah, it was out of the blue. Um, people mm -hmm. were hired up to a week just before the major layoffs. Mm -hmm. um, people were being overworked, like, a lot. Like, work, like going from... Like, I, I saw a tweet from... I can't remember who now. I think it might have been Emily. Um, saying that they were basically going from one from crunching one game to crunching the next. I've got it here. Yeah, um, yeah so this is, this is from at Emily Buckshot, Emily Grace Buck. A lot of these will be. Uh, saying, Dear everyone asking, Yes, it's true, we usually work 50 plus hour weeks, sometimes 70 to 80. Weekends were often expected. We were constantly, quote, understaffed, unquote. Deadlines were ludicrously tight. Our schedules were so close we went from one crunch directly into another. Yeah, and that's like... That's... It's like... It, it's, 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 it's unsustainable, and it's, like, awful. And they were working, obviously, incredibly hard to put out games which are, like... From all the responses I've seen, they loved the games that they were putting out. Yeah. Like, they, they were putting out games that they you know, had such a love for the product yeah. and the stories that they were telling and the way that they were telling them. And it is such a shame that the, the, that forever they'll be looking back on this as a dark period of their employment history. Absolutely. Um, and, um, a lot of like you know, those those games you know, like they weren't my favorite sort of games, but they had a level of quality and polish which was so, which was unlike. I mean, the only other studio that makes games like Telltale is Don't Nod, yes, and um, which make the Life is Strange franchise, and which is also a, an extremely good game. It's no other studio making games like this. No, that's um, right. Like this, this specific. It's it's basically it's almost like a love letter to point and click games of like the old times. Yeah, but mixed with uh, more innovative modern day uh, quest, not quest, but like narrative sensibilities and yeah. choices. And yeah, stuff like that with stories which were like unanimously agreed on, agreed to be good. Like yeah. like everyone says the Walking Dead, Walking Dead game stories were really good, and the characters and the path they take and. Mm the motivations for the characters they're all really good and it's um a shame that it's that now telltale has well like will forever have a bit of a like a stigma now like that that these games will be a little bit um poisoned of how much was this worth yeah, like, totally. like like at what point did this become not worth it Totally. And um, like, what a, what, a, what a crap way to go out, too. Yeah, like, they, they had a restructuring eight months ago, was it? Yeah, it was, I think it was November last year. Right, okay, right, so, yeah, close to... And they fired, they uh, they laid off 90 people Yes. when they brought in the new CEO. CEO who, the new CEO um, previously worked at Zynga, which is a knockout the best record for uh, games. <laughs> yeah. Um... And yeah, like it, it seemed like, and I remember like thinking about how often they were putting out games. I remember when they brought out the Batman one and then the Guardians of the Galaxy one, and I was thinking like, 
man, they are putting out a lot of games. Like, yeah. they sure are putting out a whole lot of games. And <coughs> it turns out that was because they were overworking their developers. Yeah, absolutely. It was sort of like they hired so many staff so that they could put stuff out, like, faster rather than get more quality into their games. It was like, okay, we got lightning in a bottle with this Walking Dead franchise. Let's get every franchise we can yep. and run with it. And the thing is, like, let's, like, thinking about... If I was to tell, like, if someone asked me what my opinion of this company was a year ago, I would be like, well, they're an uh, incredibly popular narrative franchise company. They get to deal with incredibly important franchises. Batman, Guardians, Walking Dead, um, just to name a few, Stranger Things, going to eat Minecraft. Like, incredibly popular franchises in their own right. They get to handle all of them. myself. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> They get to handle all of these franchises and somehow they, they keep getting more. It's like, that's unheard of for a single company to be having their fingers in that many pies in terms of um, just... IPs. Sorry? IPs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Like, Recognized IPs. Yeah, like very popular like properties which are like, you know, constantly being talked about. Like, like, yeah, like, like iconic they are, they are, properties. Yeah, like they are part of like current pop culture like i remember like before they were before they were doing walking dead they did the, the, the back to the future one yeah and jurassic um, park before that yeah and you know like back then there weren't jurassic world movies and jurassic and, and back to the future you know there hasn't been anything since those movies for that franchise since so, that game really yeah and it's like you know those were those were big properties for universal but it's not like they were current properties and for them to get batman guardians of the galaxy minecraft as well as running their own story of The Wolf Among Us. Like, mm. it was... They were just a powerhouse of, like, getting huge IP. Absolutely. I will point out, uh, Wolf Among Us was not an original IP. Oh, it wasn't from it? them. No, that's from the Fables comic. Ah, okay. Mm. Um, I, I thought that it was... was an original story right, within okay. that universe, but, right. um, no, that was, that was from the Fables universe. I see. It's very good. Please play that game. Yeah, no, I, I loved Wolf Among Us more than I think I enjoyed the first Walking Dead series. Yeah. Um... Yeah, June's head. What's what's your what's your take on this? Um, I don't think I have like a, a super strong opinion. I guess it's like I, everyone that I've sort of broken the news to has been like, "Oh no, what about The Walking Dead? Yeah, yeah. what about those games? Like, and like, what about you... the people that were fired? Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. Um, I don't know. Like, I guess I understand where they're coming from because like those games are popular and those characters are loved, but like. And unless you're really following it, you're not going to know that, like, hey, they got fired with basically, like, a morning's notice, yeah. and, like, they're not getting severance pay, and a class action yep. lawsuit has just been filed this morning. Yep, they're, um, they've only got healthcare for one week after the severance. Yeah, or, like, or, yeah, it was, it was until the end of the month, and it was, like, yeah, it was ten days before yeah. the end of the month. Yeah. Mm. Which is, in, in America, that is fucked. Like, yep. you, you are ruined if you don't have healthcare, and you haven't, like, stubbed your toe or something, that's ten grand. Mm. Um, I think for me, when I first heard the news, I was like, are you... Like, it, it was really shocking. Mm. Because... Because they are so big. Yeah. It's Telltale. Exactly. And I thought, like, when they did the restructure last year, I was like, oh, wow, 90 people. Wow, they've got hundreds of people in that studio. But I guess if they're only letting that many people go, that's going to be just enough for them to, like, sort of lean it back, keep it, keep it tight, keep it simple. I've got a lot of people working on one property, which would be The Walking Dead, making it really good, making it really polished... Hope surely they've got just enough time to make this slam dunk of a of a of a game 
Like, who doesn't want to watch the final season of The Walking Dead when the first one was so good? Yeah, like, and which is, like, literally coming out now. Like, the episode... It two, came out today. Yeah. Episode 2 came out today. Yeah, which is... Five days after the closure. Yeah, it's, like, just... It's so sad because they obviously had put in so much love and time and effort into this game and over time into this game, which is now probably not going to... Well, it's, it's definitely not going to be released in the way that it was quote-unquote supposed to be released yeah. like it if if they do find more developers to work on this game they better fucking pay the server and pay for the people that they fired but totally. they they it's not like you can't just get other people to finish someone else's game like, it, like it's, it's not it's not the same thing so that's that's sort of that's one of the um the things that's coming out of this is that um so there's been a bunch there's been a few release press releases um in the in the last in the in the days prior, uh, since one of them being um, uh, one of the higher ups talking. Yeah, no, it was the it was the Telltale uh, Twitter page saying. Um, you just read it out. Sure, have you got it there? The second one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hi everyone, we have a Walking Dead update for you. Multiple potential partners have stepped forward to express interest in helping to see the final season through to completion. While we can't make any promises today, we are actively working towards a solution that will allow episodes three and four to be completed and released in some form. In the meantime, episode two will release tomorrow across all platforms as planned. We hope to have answers for your other questions soon. So, surface level of this, great. This beloved franchise is going to be completed as we're all looking forward to it being. Hurrah. It, as soon as you think for like more than a second about it though, it's like, hang on, what does that mean? Does that mean that whatever developer is going to step in, like I've heard like maybe THQ Nordic's going to jump in, right? Like, with them buying up all these, like, defunct properties and stuff like that. Um, let's say someone jumps in, they get... Do they get the files that these 250 now unemployed people worked on, and now they just give it to that new studio? Do the people who are fired get any of the money for the episodes 3 and 4 being released as a property? Do they get money in the future? Like, what happens if they handball this game to another studio? Like, yeah. surely it's just going to be... A terrible thing for the people who spent hundreds of hours putting that game together. Thousands. Yeah, like, the first reply here is from Corey Barlog, who was the director of God of War, and he tweeted, I hope, I would hope that this means you will, find, you will first pay your entire team for their severance and then proceed to finish the final episodes. I will be fine waiting however long it took to ensure we first treated those who worked so hard on the humanity and... Sorry. I would, I would be fine waiting however long it took to ensure we first treated those who worked so hard with the humanity and respect they deserve. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Bear McCreary replied with Phil Said, who was the composer for God of War. Um, yeah, it's like, treat people better. Yeah, totally. <laughs> treat, your treat the people who made your product so good better. Absolutely. So the, the tweet I've got in the response from this is from... Um, Dave Milner, who's at Dave Milbo on Twitter, um, saying, I'm sorry, but this seems gross. Will proceeds go to fire fired employees without severance pay? And who are these scab studios jumping in? The replies to this, the gushing grateful fans, are making me so sad slash angry. We need to be better at illustrating the fact that real people make games, not faceless logos. Mm. It's, it's really brought a whole question, um, a whole... It almost is like culture war to to a head so almost like it's sort of brought into the spotlight this sort of um uh like 
Jeremy, I remember you were telling me a story about someone you know being like, do you reckon I can get a refund for season four of The Walking Dead? Like, yep. when you told them the news. It's like, hang on. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's that, not how that, that works. Yeah, like, that, that, company, that company's gone, you know? Yeah, right? Like, you're not getting your... No one's getting their money. If yeah. the employees aren't getting paid, you're not getting paid. Like, there's this... It outlines this sort of... Um, this culture entitlement. of entitlement exactly that's right of um expecting a product just because that's what um has happened in the past and that's what you've come to expect and regardless of the human impact of the decisions of the higher-ups and and um and the ramifications of their terrible financial decisions yeah um and there were posts on the forums saying stuff like, you know, developers should finish this for free for the love of the series. Like, yeah. that's oh not... Oh my god. That, that, yeah. <laughs> Guess what? That's not how any of this works. Yep. Oh god. Um, that's so funny. Like, and oh my god, re- the person's reasoning was something like modders do this for free for years. Why don't... And I'm just... <laughs> I'm, I'm literally holding my forehead reading... Like, just remembering the picture right now. Um... And, you know, people were tweeting at, um, uh, I forgot her name again, um, Emily Grace Buck saying, why don't you, like, leak the files or something so that people can finish it? And, like, that's also incredibly illegal. And, like, I I remember hearing stories about the way they were let go was, like, there was a, there was a meeting or, or an email, I can't quite remember exactly what it was, but it was... Which is worse. But, and it was, like, they had... They were told the morning, and then all of their Google accounts were locked out, and <sighs> they had thirty minutes to leave the office. Yeah, that they had thirty minutes to get everything and go. Yeah, which is like no, like that's so wrong. It's that's not just how you treat a human being. It's no, it's not. It's it's how you treat cattle. Yeah, absolutely. The um, I was listening to uh, uh, kind of funny games daily talking about it today. And the thing that got me was that there was some post... I haven't been able to find it, um, but someone was talking about how a potential round of funding was pulled, and that's what prompted the studio closure. But there are so many things wrong with that, mm. in that if your entire studio of 250 people, which is a lot of people, yep. is... is Riding on that funding. It's, it's riding on funding that you don't even have yet? Yeah. That is so irresponsible. Yeah. It, who, it's who, outrageous. Is, who is in charge of like the financial shit there i don't know like i don't know that's the thing but like the higher even although like the the ground soldiers in that company didn't know what was happening the higher ups the people who do know the finances well, the writing's on the wall for months before this stuff happens yeah, yeah. like they I, let this happen and they have an obligation to at least be transparent with the people whose like livelihoods are at stake like mm-hmm. it's you know someone who is used to work, someone who's now a CEO of a company like this who used to work for Zynga hmm. is comfortable. Zynga made a shitload of money. Totally. That person is extremely well off and extremely comfortable. And yeah, regardless of the outcome of this yeah. of this um, debacle. Yeah. Absolutely. The um I think the thing that got me Oh no, I've lost it. I've lost my train of thought there, but that's right. It's just so sad. Yeah. Um just trying to see what else we've got here. It's it's stuff like I got confirmation. This is from Emily Grace Buck again. I got confirmation that at least one and possibly more former Telltale employee 
was a foreign national here on a work visa and now has to leave the country within days. Yeah. This is a nightmare. Yes. Um, and yeah, like, there, there is... Like, maybe the silver lining takeaway is that... It, it, this, this happens occasionally in the games industry, where a studio... Like, I remember it happened with THQ Nordic. It happened with... What was another company that shut down, like, eh, six or eight months ago? I can't quite remember who it was Oh, uh, Visceral? Yes, Visceral was the one I was trying to think of. Where there's, like, a moment of solitude for a lot of developers and companies in you the industry. Solidarity? Solidarity is the word I was actually looking for, not solitude. <laughs> there's a moment of, there's, there's, of there's, there's, just loneliness. There's, there's, a moment, there's, a moment, there's a moment of the base where Superman lives. Um, <laughs> so when Garfunkel starts playing. Yeah. Um, solidarity, where the industry comes together, starts a hashtag Telltale Jobs, mm-hmm. and... Every com- well, like a, a lot of the major companies tweet out to Telltale Jobs, and there's also a Google Doc which I think Mitch Dyer, um, who works on uh, Star Wars, he works at EA. Yeah, yeah. he worked on Battlefront too as a narrative. Yeah, like he, he, I'm not sure if it's his Google Doc, but I've seen him link it a few times, where it's just a list of companies that are hiring. Yeah. Um, and it's a it's it's an open doc and. It's a moment of coming togetherness because a lot of people, a lot of developers in the industry know how hard it can be and how mm. fast and loose some of this stuff can happen. Absolutely. And so it was, it was heartwarming at least to see the amount of people who were saying like, "Hey, anyone up there in? I think they're in Washington. Oh, I, I don't I'm, know. I'm not, I'm not quite sure, but like I remember, like companies were flying out over to where the studio was. Yeah, absolutely. Like Ubisoft and EA, I think were just like booking restaurants for like an evening yes and anyone who was looking for a job could come in and have meetings with the staff there and say like what are your skill sets what do you what can we what can you do for us what can we do for you yeah which is like such a gorgeous move to do like it's such a nice olive branch to put out to people who obviously would have been very distraught and would have been in like a fair amount of pain and uncertainty absolutely Um, and yeah, it's, like it's I, and that has happened time and time again in the industry, mm. um, and it's it's good to see that that keeps happening. Yeah, there's um there's this sort of overall thread that I sort of want to put together here. So, um, Telltale closed last week. Uh, it was it was like Saturday for us. So last 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 Friday for them. Um, the week before that, uh, Capcom Vancouver closed the studio behind the Dead Rising series. Uh, uh they've had all their projects cancelled. It's running at a loss of like. $40 million for um, Capcom to, to cancel mm. those projects and cancel that studio. Which wasn't too unsurprising because I don't think Dead Rising 4 was very popular. No. 3 was a launch game for Xbox One. Yeah. And 2 and 1, I think, were liked. But after that, there wasn't a whole lot going well, on. Well, 2, two is such an old game at this point. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah, not surprising, but unfortunate. Yes. There's, there have been more studio closures as well that aren't, aren't quite as high profile. I remember seeing a tweet that sort of racked up the staff number to be like 560 people in the last week or so have lost their jobs in the games industry. Right. So you look at that number and it's like, it's great that, like, not to take away from this at all, this, this movement of solidarity. It's so good that people can come together to do that. But this is a tough industry to get into. Yes. When you're, even when you're skilled, like... At a certain point, you become high enough up that anyone will want you no matter what, but that's only when you're, like, Neil Druckmann. <laughs> or Amy Hennig, like, when you become the, the the faces of these games. Yeah, which a lot of companies actively try and avoid um, 
from you getting to that point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is a rare... There's like a handful of people who get to that status, and then there's thousands of other people who make the actual games. There's, it's as, as good as it is that Ubisoft's going, going and having meetings to try and hire as many people as possible, and that is doing the same thing, and indie, indie devs are still reaching out and being like, hey, we just need a singular... We're just looking for an extra artist right now, stuff like that. There aren't that many jobs in this industry at the moment, and it makes me wonder... It just seems... The thing that gets me is I remember about a month ago, uh, Tencent started saying that they were going to scale back their games division because of some laws in China happening at the moment. And I remember yes, people... kicked out of China, I believe. Yeah, yeah, basically. There's some licensing thing that's, that's saying, like, in China they're not licensing new games at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, that's, that's a massive slice of the pie. I mean, and I remember China someone... China are doing a lot of things. Like, that, that comes from their increase in their political system Ugh. it's there's a lot yeah oh china china um so i remember someone saying at the end of that this will have ripple down effects hitherto undreamt of because tencent who owns like everything right now yes. is scaling back their game development and I, it kind of makes me wonder whether this is some of what we're seeing right now in some sort of indirect way just there's just less money in the pool going into games at the moment it just seems I don't know. It's it's just so unfortunate that so many of these large studios are shutting down left, right, and center right now. Yeah, like I think, uh, like I, I'm not specifically blaming this on micro microtransactions because I'm not. But it's like I, part of this comes down to where people put their money and more games finding a way to increase spending on a singular game mm. as opposed to people having their money spread out in a bunch of different games to own. Totally. Um, like, I think that's a part of it, um, especially with the increase of uh, crates, keys, loot boxes, mm. and... Um, uh, like season passes. Yeah, yeah, the season passes and progression passes. Mm. Um, and I think that comes down to it, because, like, there has been a decline in certain... In certain genres of single-player games, mm. sales, yeah, um, in the past few years, um, and so I think a game like Telltale, which is a single purchase, and it's like not even just a single purchase; it's either an episodic purchase, yeah, or a season purchase. So it's not a, it's not a simple like spend forty bucks and get the entire game thing. It can be, but it also doesn't have to be. Mm. And it, I think if everyone was buying that game episodically, I don't think that I don't think The Walking Dead probably would have made as much money as it did. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Um, so it's hard to figure out where the money is going. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, thinking about it, the, the the Telltale games that I own, I got for I got one as a gift when it was on sale. I got the other one when it was dirt cheap on sale. Uh, PS Plus games, and that's it. Yeah, like I think I own. Eight over multiple different consoles, mm. just and I, th- I think I bought one of them. Yeah. Um. Like yeah, like. And I, the thing is, they launch those games at like twenty two US bucks. Yeah. Like, that's dirt cheap yeah. for a game that you're gonna play for fifteen hours. It's very cheap. Oh, yeah. No, it's interesting. Looking at that closure, you can in the, in this context, you can see the writing on the wall. But like, still, such a shock. June, whatever you think about the money in the money in the industry. Do you think that because, like, going back to last week's, well, last episode's 
topic of like microtransactions and passes and stuff mm-hmm. do you think this means that like narrative games are going to become less prevalent or less funded i guess i mean there will always i think there'll always be some i mean like spider-man sold like but spider-man sony right yeah like and, and that's the thing i think it, it depends on the studio like i know i think i think pete hines said that the way Wolfenstein sells, the way um, Prey sells, the way Doom sells, mm. maybe not so much Prey because that was arcane, but specifically like the Bethesda first-person shooters, yeah, they don't sell as well as the like, single-player first-person shooters. Yes, um, yeah, like yeah, he was saying like that they, they, they don't sell as well as something like an Elder Scrolls, but they sell enough that they're happy to keep making them. Like yeah. like they're not breaking records, but they don't really mind. Is that something to be worried about? Hmm. It's like I don't know if "worried" is the right word. I think I don't I like it to the I, I don't like it to the extent when Shadow of Mordor comes out and it's got loot boxes in it. Yeah, yeah that's messed um, up. I don't mind it when they have progression jumpers because some people don't. Some people are happy to pay an extra bit of money just to get f- further in the game faster because they don't have time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but compared to altering the design of the game to incentivize you to spend money. Yeah. In a single player game. And I think the the whole idea of games as a service kind of pushes like is 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 like inherently a pushback against single player games because you get a single purchase of that game and that's kind of it. Yeah. Whereas if you were to buy like Overwatch, which is also a single purchase, there's also loot boxes which are very like like the the game is about loot loot boxes for the most part. It's about mm. like, oh I'm so close to leveling up and getting my new loot box. Yeah. And it's interesting to say the least. Yeah, absolutely. And I think in the year where God of War, Detroit, Spider Man were all released within six months of each other, and Red Dead coming out soon. Red as well. Dead's coming out soon, but that's gonna have massive a multiplayer on, a component. Yeah, like true. I don't think that's a great. I mean, example. like it's not coming out until after the game is out. Like, what? When does multiplayer the beta come out? November that's, sometime. Yeah, the that's, month that's so a month after. after the actual main game comes out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder it, if that's to just gauge how many people own the game. Maybe. It's what they did for GTA. That came out too early, though, didn't it? GTA Online? Like, it was kind of a mess. It launch. was a fire. It was horrendous. Right. The launch of GTA Online was a debacle, but they fixed it. <coughs> um, yeah, no, I think the industry is going to be very different. Um, it has been changing with all these services. And it's not that single-player games are dead, as articles have been saying for the last two or three years, but I think it's just that there's less room for them. Mm. People aren't buying as many of them, I guess. And they're also a time sink. Like, you have to sit down and say, I have enough time to put in 70 hours into this Final Fantasy game. Yeah, but also hours at a time. Yeah. And like, you don't, you're not going to sit down and play a Telltale game for 30 or 40 minutes. Yeah, like, like, you know, like I've been playing a lot of Rocket League lately, and I can play two matches in 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, and or you then, could play 20 matches in four hours. Yes. Which I do. Um, <laughs> and at the same time, I have a bunch of like long story driven RPGs which I haven't finished yet. Yeah. And what do I do? I sit down for, I sit down and say I'm going to play two matches of Rocket League and play eight. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is very... Yeah, which is another... Just a non-financial cost of a single player game like that. Yeah. It's just I, I don't know. I like I predominantly only play sing- play narrative driven single player games. Yeah. Um, and I feel like 
those sort of games have such a um, way of have such a potential have such potential to tell stories in different ways yes. that multiplayer games just don't mm-hmm. yeah um, like unless it's something like a destiny which is a story driven for the for the most part yeah. multiplayer I mean, game in terms Harry's of... shaking his head because Harry <laughs> doesn't like destiny anymore I, I liked it for a bit um in terms of like I mean um social progression and stuff like that right as well. yeah um, telling That's stories. A really good point. Telling te- telling stories from the perspective of a place you might not ever be in, right? Yep. Um, and I don't. Multiplayer obviously just can't. Multiplayer games just can't do that. I guess. Like so, um, it's concerning if they're not gonna get, not gonna have the money behind them. Mm. Um, because that's what I like about games, like that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It, I think it's important to point out too that in this season of The Walking Dead, they were fleshing out a lesbian relationship with Clementine. Yeah. Like, that's incredible. If I had heard that earlier, <laughs> I probably would have bought it. <laughs> but, and that's gonna, it would have been, if had this game been allowed to be successful, you know, with, with funding and whatever, I think it would have been a defining moment in the, in the industry. Was Depending the, on how they handled it. Was the final season of The Walking Dead still in their old engine? or, or they, Yeah, it was or, going to be the last one in their old engine. Right, And okay. then they were going to move to Unity, I think. Yeah, and like they were going to move to Unity, which would have, like... Honestly, it, that could have saved them a crap load of money. Because I mean, the amount of support that you get from going to Unity from your own proprietary engine mm. is insane. And the other thing is, like, not just save them money, but save them face. Because a lot of the times that people were playing their um, games like Borderlands and Batman and stuff like that people would drop off or wouldn't buy the next one because their engine sucked. Yes. It crashed. It had terrible texture glitches and, yeah. like, audio desync. And its, like, and its performance was bad. And across was... the board with every episode release. And it was... Yeah, and I remember that was, like, one of the major criticisms from every Telltale game that was coming out was, mm. like, this engine is out of date. Mm. Like, yeah. you, like, this, like, you should invest in a new engine. Yeah. Um, and I remember when they announced Go Unity, I was like... That is the best thing I could I could think that they could have that could, they could have ever done. Like yeah. it is such a Unity would be such a perfect fit for a studio that makes those kind of games. Don't yeah. uses Unity, right? Th- um, Life is Strange was in Unity. I'm I think sure. yeah, I think. I'm not I'm not certain, but I'm willing to take your word for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, like looking at their path, their trajectory, that it looks golden. Yeah. But turns out they needed to scale down their staff a bit more. I reckon. <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. Well, I hope they all land on their feet. It, it's it's awful that um, this has just happened to be the way that the cookies crumbled. Turns out the cookie was crumbling from underneath yes. without so many people realising it. Yeah, and, you know, there's tons of talented folk at that studio, so I'm sure, I'm sure they will be... Hopefully they will be in high demand. Exactly, and I'm excited to see what they get to put out into the world in many different franchises now. Yeah. Ah, oh, but good luck, to go, good luck to you all, Telltale devs. <coughs> and fuck you, management. <laughs> uh, uh, I think we should take a quick break. Yep. And then we'll come back and talk about another topic, which Kerry is going to tell me right now before the break. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, recent news about Anthem. Okay. Speaking uh, of multiplayer games. Yeah, yeah no, that, just, no that was a nice segue. <laughs> Speaking of games as a service. All right, we'll be right back. We have music for this, by the way. Not yet. Not yet. We don't have anything for this. Yep, 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 yep. You started recording, didn't you? 
Yes. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Buttons. Buttons. Button. Yep, 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 yep. Earth. Earth. Uh, welcome back to our Muppets podcast. <laughs> um, so, segueing out of our Telltale conversation with something we brought up, which is uh, single-player narrative multiplayer games, let's talk about Anthem. Single-player narrative multiplayer game. <laughs> I'll slap that on the box. <laughs> so, yeah, it's interesting. Another Bioware, another company her- championed for their narrative design and choice systems and stuff like that, uh, are releasing their shared world multiplayer third-person shooter. New IP. In a few months. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they announced on Twitter that uh, they've reached their alpha miles zone. Right. Uh, which, I hear that and I think, wow, that sounds late. But whatever. When's that game coming out? February 22nd. Right, okay. Oh, is that one, is that one of the days where there's a bunch of games coming out? Yes. Yes, yes it's a, one of those megaton days. Yeah. Um, so basically, I've got this. Spread here. out your games, you idiots! Yeah. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> how many fucking days in the year are they? Uh, dummies. Um, <laughs> so we don't need to talk about this for long. There's not. I don't think there's much to talk about here. But it brought up something that I kind of want to get a gauge from the both of you now that this has happened, which is, um, do either of you care about Anthem right now? Uh, I love Bioware. I don't care about multiplayer Bioware. Yeah. Um, let me fuck aliens. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, fair enough. So that's that's a one out of three. <laughs> Is Bioware no fucking multiplayer? Mm-hmm. Okay. I haven't played a Bioware game. I mean, I have, but I haven't sat down and finished one. Um, which is... Are you kidding To my me? shame. I, like, I, I, I would love to sit down and play the Mass Effect games. Oh my goodness. But I haven't. And I feel like I would love them because I love Star Trek and I love... Space Opera. Have you played them at all? I played about half an hour of Mass Effect 3. Oh, I just start with 3. Because that was Whoa. one I got given on PlayStation Plus once. I, like, I completely missed that franchise. Wow, you're blowing my mind. That, that's a that that's basically my only Bioware exposure. Right. I haven't really... I, I also played about an hour of a Dragon Age game, which I was given on EA. Which... Uh, which probably, prob- uh, Origins. probably Origins. Yeah. Okay. Um, that game did not age well on PC. Yeah, like honestly, if you're gonna start with the Dragon Age game, start with Inquisition. I don't. Even though Inquisition was garbage. I know nothing about Dragon Age games. Okay. Um, wow. Dragon Age is my favorite. We gotta sit you down. Maybe we'll do a. a like, we like do mini mini map plays. <laughs> mini map plays. <laughs> I, I would love to sit down and just go through Mass Effect one, two, and three just in a long sitting. Totally. Um, but I haven't. We should do that. I'd love to. I'd love to see your choices. Yeah, like I, I am interested in Anthem because I like new IPs. Yeah. Um, because I don't like. Isn't it just gonna be Destiny? But like, I mean, I'm still alright with that. Yeah, that's the thing. Destiny's good. Destiny. Yeah. At the end of the day, Destiny's yeah. good. And Maybe they'll make a better, a better version of Destiny. I mean, like, like I hope so. Like, and like there was, I remember the reveal of it when it, there's like the part at the beginning where you're like talking to a bunch of faces, and I'm like, this is a bad demo, and then you get into the javelin oh and then, so good and you jump off and you just start flying yeah. and i'm like oh this is exactly my shit yeah this is exactly my when i can't because like a lot of games a lot of demos uh well every demo at e3 is incredibly scripted to show off the best content absolutely which is totally fair that is one of the few demos i looked at that going i'm not quite sure where the boundaries are yeah which gets me incredibly excited and it lets my mind go wild which is why i bought uh no Man's Sky on right. day one. Right. 
because of that, because it lets because of the promise. Well, be- because it lets your mind fill in the gaps. Yeah, and that's absolutely by design and intentional and everything. But I also love it and crave it and consume the shit out of not knowing where the boundaries are. Yeah. Um. So I was. In, I was. I'm, I'm definitely interested in it. Like uh, seeing more gameplay of it. Um. I thought their, I thought their E3 demo this year was a weird choice to have gameplay over a panel of four people on a stage at EA Play. That was very strange. It was super fucking weird. They had a half hour panel with four four minutes of gameplay footage. Yeah, which kept on getting repeated. Yeah. Um. I, I've seen the lead, the lead director of the game has been very active on Twitter answering questions and been giving out a lot of information. Like, you could write a bunch of articles just on his Twitter account yeah. of the information he's been giving out because he's, he's been almost like almost answering every single question. Um, oh. And when he doesn't answer the question, he will say... Casey Hudson? I don't remember the name off the top of my head. Right, I'm um, but when he doesn't answer the question, he's like, uh, you'll find out soon or something like that. And it's, it's very much like a, not a, you know, it's not like a PR blow off. No, it's not. It's very much like a, we can't tell you that yet. Yeah. You'll find out soon or that hasn't been decided or something. Yeah, totally. Uh, I, I agree with you in that the, um, the concept is like super engaging. I yeah. like, again, I saw that first demo. I was like, I don't really know what's happening here, but it looks fucking sick. It looks fun. Mech suits. Full stop. <laughs> the end. Give more Gundam. <coughs> Iron Man's. Um, did you play Titanfall? I did play Titanfall. Did you like it? Uh, Titanfall 1 I mean, is okay, but um, I wasn't good enough at it to enjoy the only multiplayer bit. I really enjoy Titanfall 2, but I think... For the um, multiplayer or for the story? For the story. Mm. I think I think a lot of that is because of my like level design nerdiness, though, because there are some fucking sick levels in that game. Mm. Like, really creative um, and but, the game looks great too. Like, t- Titanfall looks great, and yeah. like, and Anthem looks really good. Yeah. Um, like, it's got a cool style to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, like a cool setting. It reminds me of Avatar by James Cameron. Like, it reminds me of that sort of kind of alien. <laughs> Sorry. What are you? No, what are you laughing at? What are you, what are you fucking laughing at? No, I'm just imagining like big mech dudes like stomping down through the pretty. Sorry. Go ahead. See, when when you started laughing, I was like, maybe you're imagining one of the blue people trying to get into one of those small suits. <laughs> and, like, too. their arms stick out the ends like a shirt that's too small for them. <laughs> is this is this going to be Avatar 2? <laughs> I don't know. No, that's 2019, and then Avatar 3 is, like, 2020, and then Avatar 4 is, like, 2022. Fucking, uh, they're making three Avatar movies at the same time, while he's making a Terminator movie. James Cameron's a person um yeah i I think anthem has potential to look at everything that destiny did wrong and improve upon that Mm. fingers crossed that being said destiny had the opportunity to look at everything destiny did wrong and then make the exact same mistakes as destiny 2 (laughs) gary is furious right now i'm shaking my fists vigorously your response to me talking about destiny is my response to me talking about PUBG. yeah yeah it is no this thing is actually not that great yep The other day, we were playing PUBG for the first time in a while, and I was like, this is great, I've missed this. And you were like, this is good. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, this is great. I'm like, this is an okay game. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So yeah, I just I just sort of wanted to bring that, I just sort of wanted to get our, like, our, our, like, baseline gauge levels for this sort of before we get into the hype cycle. 
if you know what I mean, like yeah. before we start seeing more marketing and more demos and stuff like that. Like the the open network test beta will be or alpha, whatever it is. I think I think they're doing an alpha and a beta. Yeah, that'll probably be what decides most people because you'll actually get hands on time with the game. Mm. I don't I don't think they've done open demos yet on stage shows on so. The, on, so on show floors. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. But the thing is, because it's what the game style is marketed as, it's going to be one of those games where you won't get a review out until a week or two after it comes out because they'll yeah. have content gated between time gates, which is fine, like raids and stuff. And yeah. it's it'll it's, be reviews in progress, and they'll have to wait for the servers to go live, which will be yeah. on the launch day. And so yeah. it's it's going to be it's going to be one of those games which will probably just make a lot of money just by default because people are just going to buy that game. Yeah, or um, it'll have a long tail. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that's Anthem right now. Um, uh, just just before we finish, I'm also interested to see how well EA handle post-content launch for it because they have yeah. not been so supportive with certain games coming out, such as Bioware's previous title, which has been gutted. Absolutely. Um, Poor Andromeda. Yeah, and it's they they had you know expansions in development which fleshed out different char- uh, characters and story uh, threads. And that game is now just gone. Like, they are not going to work on that game again. And, you know, Mass Effect is, for all intents and purposes, dead for now. Yeah. They'll yeah. bring it back at some point, but for now it is dead. It's on ice right now. Yeah, absolutely. Same um, with Need for Speed. Hopefully they do something similar to what the Division 2's road, roadmap is, which is, like, yes, free content for the whole next year, yeah. sizable content drops. Yeah, which is great because, like, I, I don't mind the Division 1. But that on that there said, all right, I'll buy the game day one because you're giving it a year's worth of content for free. Yeah, like fuck yeah. I would love if Destiny did that similarly. Like instead of um, Warmind and Curse of Osiris being paid DLC, yeah, make those free DLC. They're yeah. small enough that they should be free, honestly. Yeah, for like, a, for an on-service game, and then charge the full sixty for for Forsaken when everyone wants a full refresh. Yeah. Or at least not forty dollars for that whole because that was, I think both of us beat one expansion in a day. Yeah. 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 You and you and June. Yeah. 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 Yep. Oh, destiny. It was good content, but damn, that was not a lot of content. No, nope, that's that's. Was it destiny. good content? I don't think it was good content. Actually. I I enjoyed a big worm, and I enjoyed. <laughs> True. And, and I I enjoyed fighting Osiris. Yeah. Like like I I have fond memories of doing it. Also, I barely have memories of doing it. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember anything apart from the big worm, to be yeah. honest. Uh, that's... I'm not starting that conversation. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so, yeah, I guess we're just waiting to see more from Anthem. From that E3 demo, when it was just that panel, I was like, ooh, I am now hesitant regarding this game. So. Yeah, it was weird, because I felt like they should have had a lot more to show. Yeah, and they didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that that's where my... um trepidation comes from on that but uh, I'm, I, I'm hoping it's good I'm willing for it to be good I think an easy tie in now would be to talk about feelings about Red Dead okay yeah because feelings about games which are coming out within the next three months yep Red Dead Redemption 2 okay yeah no that works the I sequel that... to Red Dead Redemption the sequel to Red Dead Revolver, Revolver. they should have called it Red Dead Revenge because that's an awesome name they should have, but it's a prequel to Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption Which 1. is why they shouldn't have called it Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, this last week, uh, Rockstar has had a bunch of games press out for previews. Uh, we weren't invited because we're too cool, but that's, <laughs> you know, we won't get into that. Um, 
So basically, I guess we're going to talk about our impressions of people's impressions. <laughs> uh, but also our, our hype levels for this game. This game's coming out in basically... 26th of October. Yeah, one month to, as of the day of recording this, one month exactly. Um, so, uh, June, I think you should k- k- kick us off. You um, love Calman. I do. Yeah, you are a cowboy aficionado. So, I like the idea that you can play in first person the entire game in first person. Mm. Um, which is exciting, because I want to be the cowboy. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, like, the main characters... You're just going to walk around, aren't you, with your hand over your gun and just walk? Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll hold my horse. <laughs> yeah, you can, you just leave, leave your horse, horse everywhere. Um, <laughs> Spend 700 hours in that game. <laughs> um, I mean, like, obviously, like, the main character is um, a dude, and I will probably care about him. Um, but also, I like that you can have that more immersive experience of, like... I am that like dude. Sort of, like, role-playing. Yeah, I, I am that dude rather than, like, I'm watching this dude do it, you yeah. know? Um, which I think is cool. Yeah, that's fair. I saw a headline before saying that it works... The first-person mode in this game works way better than it did in GTA V. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's just because it wasn't, like, a... a well, they, they, released, they released the first-person mode, like, a year after GTA, right? Yeah, that was a part of the next-gen and um, PC relaunch. Mm. Yeah. Um, let me get this thread up. I think it also works better because John Marston is a character and the main character in Red Dead Redemption 2 doesn't seem to be a character. It just seems to be your avatar. Yeah, totally. Um, and so I feel like that works better in a first-person game because if I am John Marston, I want to see his ugly, beat-up face. Yeah. Whereas, if and if I'm first-person, I can't see his ugly, beat-up <laughs> face. Yeah. yeah, and if, you, if you're Arthur Morgan, then... You're right, you don't really seem like you're getting much... In terms of his thing, it's more about what you're going to do with it stuff. Yeah, like, I don't remember what he looks like. I mean, he looks like a man. He yeah. looks like a, a white dude. Yeah. Like, um, Slack-jawed white dude. Another thing... Um, the dressage. You can teach your horse, like, dressage. The, like, oh, really? The, yeah. The, wow. the closer the bond you have with the horse, like, the more you can do with it. So, like... You can lay it on the rope, obviously, but yeah, you can do like um, burnouts and stuff. Yeah, I saw and, that. Um, yeah. That's and, cool. And like, yeah, and like dressage tricks and stuff like that. I want to do horse skiddies. That's really <laughs> exciting. Um, yeah, yeah, horses can do skid turns, doughies, pretty much, which feels great. <laughs> um, whether it that's realistic or not, I will leave it up to you, up to others. You can also do full dressage moves if your horse has bonded with you enough. So who who are you reading from? Oh, sorry, David Milliner. David Milliner, yeah. cool. Um, getting a lot of air time on this on this year's show. Was it you, reckon, who sent, was it you who sent me this tweet? It's like, yeah. from what I saw, Red Dead 2 feels more like an ensemble piece than Red Dead Redemption 1. For more, yep. more than many of at 7 um, than Unforgiven. That makes... Which, which, which is like what I care about. Totally. And like, when you look at, the, look at the cover art of the two games, that makes total sense. One of them is John Marsden's face, and the other is a silhouette of seven people in, in the sunset. You know, like... The, yeah, the, the thing, um, I think, going back to Bioware, it's like what I like about Bioware games, it has so many different character characters you care about and like yeah. um the characters that are fleshed out aside from the main character yeah um and i hope that they do something similar to that in red dead yeah it's um, the avengers whereas yeah. red dead one is captain america yeah yeah um captain cowboy yeah oh i would watch that <laughs> um chris evans would be a good cowboy given uh, a with, bit with, older with his beard though yeah I'd, I'd want some gray in his beard and then i'd be all on board he needs to like debuff a little bit Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think the ca- cowboys you? lifted weights? Um, Weight training? Protein 
diets. It's just from lifting trains. <laughs> He's got one hand on the track and the other hand on the train to stop him from flying away. Does he, does he still have a hat on the entire time? Yes. Okay, I'm on board. Um, <laughs> <that> ugly stash. <laughs> does he wear suspenders with guns in it or suspenders like a, a holster on his waist? Because I'm feeling on the chair, the, the, the arm one. I'm worried. Just because it would, like, you know... The, the one that goes over the... Like, the, the shoulders the shoulder and then around the back? Yeah. The, like, the, the Nathan Drake Nathan one. Nathan Drake? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Chris Evans would... Yeah. It, but we're he can falling, be buff. He can be buff down the that. cowboy hole. He yeah. can be buff for that. Um, you shouldn't chaps. have asked me to talk about this. Sorry. <laughs> Another thing, like, kind of like The Witcher as well, I, I like that, um... Oh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, If you cut your hair, it takes time to grow back. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can't you, just equip... You can't long. just go in and be like, I want to have dreads now. <coughs> <coughs> yeah. Please um, give me cornrows. Yeah. I think they have that in Wild West GTA land. Depends on where it's set. <laughs> Los Santos, 1898. <laughs> <laughs> Los Santos. <laughs> um... Where is it set? Is it? It's like up north, isn't it? Yeah, it's up. I think it's up north. Is it in like from Washington? Way where John Marston's was set. Oh, so. I like that. Instead yeah, of like, being in, in Texas on the border. Yeah, because there's there's a bunch of snow in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, you can't the uh, horses testicles. Yes. Horses <laughs> testicles. Horse balls. Um, they are fully animated and they. Whose job was that? Shrink. And expand depending on the weather, <laughs> which I think is fully immersive. Um, Do you remember that thread about Spider-Man saying that you know a game has so much polish when Spider-Man has two different um, uh, lines, line reads for depending if he's swinging or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like next level polish <laughs> of like testicles. Yeah, we made horse balls get big and small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm super excited about the music as well because the music in the first game was very good. Mm. Um, and the same composers on this one as well. That's good. Um, and I don't know if they're getting... Um, what was the guy's name that did the... You know in the first one where you're crossing the border to Mexico? Oh, and, yeah. Um, and there's that super cinematic moment. Uh, Jose Gonzalez, That uh, sounds right, but that sounds very general. It, it sounds right. No, it's... um. Hang on, I'll find it. Jose Contreras? Yeah. Um... Hang on, I'll get there. Sorry, you can cut this out. It's okay. I'll uh, I'll I'll, I'll vamp. Um, I haven't. So for me, I played Red Dead One when I was. Yeah, it's it's Jose Gonzalez. Right. It's called Far Away. The song. Far um, Away. Yeah. No, I remember that moment. I, I don't know if they're gonna put my music from his on or not, or like music similar to that with you know lyrics and stuff. Mm. Um, but either way, um, I am excited to have another cowboy game. Yeah, totally. In my life, one that looks pretty. Yeah, this yeah. <laughs> game does look gorgeous. Yeah, like more so than any other game I've seen. I remember when like Red, um, Red Dead One was pretty. Yeah, totally, um, but it's aged. But it's aged, and the controls fucking suck. Yeah. And I remember looking at GTA Five and thinking like, mm, mm, it looks okay, but mm, mm. um, and this game looks like the first proper next gen game that Rockstar's had their hands on. Yes, like it looks looks. I'm excited for the visual quality of this game. Um, I, I played Red Dead 1 when I was, like, 16, and I honestly remember next to nothing about it. I don't, it didn't really land with me. So I haven't been too excited about this game. Um, I play, I play them. I play the, the Rockstar games, and I enjoy them, but mostly with friends, basically. Right. Um, that's, that's when I enjoy Rockstar games most, is just sticking around. And then that's, 
Yeah. That's a function of the sandbox and not like the, the setting and stuff like that. Yeah, like it's like all the systems interacting in interesting ways. Yeah. Um, I remember we had this conversation a little while ago about what do we want from a game like this and yeah. how like I love it when the systems get pushed against each other's limits. Yeah, um, totally. And June, like there was the time you came over and, and, uh, and I was playing Red Dead uh. and I tied up that random guy <laughs> and just left him on the train tracks. Like, this waiting. isn't going to work. This I know, like, you know, like he's just going to get bumped or something. And the train comes and hits him, and his body just fucking explodes. Really? Yeah, I, I cut it, and I posted it on my Twitter um, with the caption, Cowboy. And, um, <laughs> and it was just fucking hilarious seeing just m- me doing the classic, like, tie someone up and put them on the railway track, and just me standing on a rock watching <laughs> watching this train slowly make its way over. You're taking notes, you're there with a the pencil? Yeah. <laughs> um... Some, I, the only real coverage of, of the previews that I've seen so far is uh, Daniel Dwyer's sort of thoughts on the game. Mm-hmm. And he sort of had like a bunch of anecdotes about how the systems work with each other. Yep. And they they sound really robust and really impressive in a way that Breath of the Wild did. Breath of the Wild had all of those, um, had their like alchemy system or whatever it was that they called, where it was like, if Link, there's all of these interactions with metal things if something is metal it means this 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 and this yeah, like it, ma- magnetic it means that it's magnetic it means that it'll, it will be a lightning rod in the thunderstorm it means that um other things <laughs> yeah like uh six and water exactly if you're holding um a fire sword on your back and you stand on a snowball the snowball's gonna melt and all of these interactions just working together because of properties that the that the items have and that the character has and stuff like that and it sounds like that's what they're doing with this like, um, uh, Danny had these anecdotes of, um, he, he went, he had some shootout of some kind and, um, his horse got killed. So he was out, of, he was out of horse. You can't just got a horse left. He was out of horse. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and so he tried stealing one and that went really badly and he got like chased out of town. Right. And I guess, or like pushed into the mud or something. No, that's right. He tried stealing one and the horse kicked him in the head. <laughs> And, and, it, and knocked um, Arthur onto the ground. Right. And so he was covered in mud. And so he couldn't walk into a, <laughs> um, a stable place to buy a horse anymore because they're like, dude, you're fucking filthy. Get out of here. <laughs> so you actually have to go to the the like the hotel where you're staying or whatever. Right. The guy's like, all right, I'll, I'll go easy on you. Walk walk on through. There's a bath in the back. You can clean yourself up. Right. So he cleans himself up. And then he when he gets out there, he's like, fine, I can get back to try and get, back, get a horse back. He doesn't have any money. <laughs> like, like there's all of these th- these things you could do, and I think what the 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 thing that in- excites me the most is that you can talk to every NPC. Yeah. Yeah. And you can intimidate them by holding your gun, or like by like getting it out, mm. or you can just have conversations. Um, you learn things by the way characters behave. Like, no one's gonna say, "Hey, you should head out twenty clicks southeast." That's where the coyote camp is. And Did then you, you ditch your, your accent mid-sentence? What? Did you ditch your accent mid-sentence? Ditch my accent. Do it again, please. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure you said the word head out, and then just went... I, I didn't mean to do oh, that. Oh, you did We need to do this whole no. segment again, but in, yeah. in Southern accent. In cowboy. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I also you can saw... Start. <laughs> thanks. Uh, what I also saw was... Um, you could only carry the amount that you would be able to carry as, like, a, a real cowboy, right? Yeah. And you could just put the rest on your horse. So if yeah. your horse goes, and you, you lose your horse, you kill your horse. Oh, yeah. no. All your gear is gone. I'm yeah. going to get real Which bad. Which I fucking... I love that, though. Yeah, no, it's like, great, but yeah. So you don't have just, like, you know, a massive inventory. That doesn't make sense. Oh, like, totally. Shut it up your ass. Like, 
Um, <laughs> the horse's ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just seems re- like realistic, and that's exactly what I want. Yeah, totally. That's that's what. Can I'm you carry less if the horse's balls get bigger? <laughs> <laughs> Would you be able to? Horse gets weighed down. Yeah. <laughs> uh. What I yeah, that's what I think looks the most exciting from this game is that it looks like sort of the most real life simulator sort of game that I've seen, where you can talk to people however you want. You can just lead your horse around. If your horse dies, it dies. You can't carry more than you want to. If you're muddy, you're muddy. If you don't have money, then, like... No one cares about you're you. fucked. Like, it's so interesting. I'm not sure... It has it has my interest peaked in terms of what they're doing for the open world genre. It sounds like they're really pushing the boundaries this time. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting to see... Like... Like, we touched on it before, that this is the first time that Rockstar have made a game ground up for the current generation of consoles. While also having plenty of experience with the current generation yes. of console with with GTA V. Yeah, like, this isn't their test. This is, like... Well, like, that and also L.A. Noire. Yes. They, they also probably got a bit a bit more hands-on with um, current gen with doing... The remaster. Uh, the, the remaster of L.A. Noire. And I'm curious just how far they're going to be able to push it like i want i want it i wanted to get weird i, I wanted to get like full-on like systems are so you know when you say you know when you see like far cry 5 gameplay and like that whole game is based around systems interacting and kind of not really much else yeah and far cry 5 got fucking weird with it where like too many systems were interacting at any given moment. Oh, right. And it caused, like, oh, like, a band of, like, a, a band of bandits have showed up in a car and they're getting out and they're firing and then some, some of your guys have showed up and then a bear has just <laughs> shown up and then an eagle has killed one of them while it was holding a grenade which blew up the car which caused more cars. <laughs> and, like, like, I remember, th- I think that, like, that was, like, it, it was a glitch and, like, Far Cry 5 was messed up at the beginning of the game because there were too many systems interacting at once yeah. and it caused the game to just get hectic. I want that level in Red Dead because like that I, wouldn't I, even like not make sense in like cowboy era anyway. Yeah, right. It's like yeah. this, it was over the top and and lawless and like yes, people just did what they want and like I feel like if those systems did that kind of stuff, it would just you're right. Yeah, you know. Mm. Question, <laughs> question before we uh, I don't know if we'll wrap this up, but like question, uh, are you good cowboys or bad cowboys? Is this like cowboys a- good? Is this like the beginning of the Westworld where, like, do you want a white hat or do you want a black hat? <laughs> I haven't seen Westworld. You should watch Westworld. Okay. As in, like, me personally or the character? What, uh, what are you, gonna are do? you going to play a character? First, is Are you going to be you? Like, how playthrough. are you going to play this game? I can't be bad in video games. I need to I'm <laughs> oh, really, really bad at it. Oh, it's so fun. No. No, I just feel guilty. Why oh, they not real? <laughs> I'm glad it's not just me. No. Yeah, um, but then it's then I can't I get in my head and I'm like, am I a bad guy? I'll person? be a tough bad guy. Tough bad tough, guy. Tough good guy. Sorry. Like tough good guy. I like playing a character. Like so I'll just I'll kind of define like a couple of rules for myself. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, if given an option. I'll shoot him in the leg and run away, in, in, as opposed to killing them or something. Oh my god, what a fucking monster! Like, like I mean, like, 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 not as in that specifically, but like, <laughs> like but like, <laughs> something like that, as opposed to like killing him, I'll leave him to die, as opposed to me being the one killing him, and and that's that's my fucked up character's my uh, moral complex. Yeah, right. Um, and I'll kind of go with that. Like I did that with Fallout. Like I would, I would have a, I would only use certain weapons, and I would only dress up like Kaiser's Legion or something. Um. Isn't it, like, you ever think about that kind of stuff and think, like, Jesus Christ, games have 
come so far yeah. that you can choose how you want to play it like that. It's like, I only want to shoot them in the leg. like Totally. Or like, yeah. I only want to dress up, like, I want to dress up like this and have this, this character, characterization for this character. It's like, you know, back in the day, you were given what you were given. I mean, I, I've been playing Super Mario from, on my like, um, Switch Online free trial. Yeah. You shoot Yoshi in the leg? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I'm not thinking about what kind of Mario I'm going to be. I'm just running to the pipe. <laughs> like, you're totally right. But do you ever stop and think? I never stop and think. Never Fuck th- those Goombas. <laughs> they make they make Mario go, oh. Anyway, speaking of Mario, <coughs> shall we move on to our next topic? <laughs> yep, yep, no worries. So how, without, without revealing the next topic, how in-depth have you gone I don't into, know what the next topic is either. How much do you know about the next oh, topic? That. Me? Yeah. Uh, I've seen too much. Alright, how about you, Jeremy? I've seen enough. Alright, I've seen... I feel it's very similar, Jeremy. I've seen barely enough. So let, let's... Seen let's, barely... Oh, you want to see more? No, it's no, like... You don't. <laughs> let's talk about Bowsette. Or Bowsette. Horny Bowser. Or... Let's talk about Horny Bowser. Yeah. So... Um, so Mario released a... I actually have fucking... I haven't actually seen the video that it came okay, from, Okay, right? so they announced uh, Super Mario U for yeah. Switch. Okay, cool. Uh, Deluxe. And you can put a crown on... And Toadette. You... What? The crown is for Toadette. Yes. Oh, okay. The crown is for Toadette. And if you play as Toadette and you get the crown, you turn into Peachette, who has more abilities and stuff like that. Really weird. Who's Peachette? I don't know. It's super fucking weird. So but was, it's like... was Bowser ever mentioned in the trailer? No. So people have just gone... Yep. There's, there's p- one... People have I created. Fuck that. One comic... <laughs> one comic started it all. I'll, 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 I'll pull it up for you. It's, it's the moment from Odyssey <laughs> where... Um, Peach rejects Bowser and Mario, and they're both like sad and consoling each other. And then Bowser pulls out the crown oh and like God. looks like cheekily at Mario. And then it's like them playing tennis. It's like Peach over in the corner playing tennis, and Mario and Bowser like also playing tennis, but it's raunchy, I guess. <laughs> um, tennis is horny. Yeah. So what? What the Bowser? For those who don't know, is basically a. Um, like I just described, it's it's Bowser wearing the Peachette crown, which turns Bowser into Bowsette, which is like black dress, horny peach. Yep. Basically. Titty out. So much. It's it's just like the start of like a really bad like fanfic hentai comic strip. <laughs> Every single As one opposed to a good I've one. Seen. Have you seen uh, that? Have you seen that picture? And it's like um, the hand clasping meme, and it's like fairies. Um, Mario fans, um, I don't know, hentai, people are like hentai, it's like all combining, and it's like Bowser. In the middle yeah. of Bowser, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is what it... happens when the Sonic fandom doesn't have anything to do. <laughs> have, have you seen Sonic yet? It's done, like, I've seen, you see photos of everybody, Waluigi, Et, and... The, and... I saw a chain chomp end. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, was, it was very good. It's so incredible how... how... How far just, this has gone so quickly. Just letting everyone know that the titties are out in every one of these. So much, so much breast. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Just from that, I reckon it was because that that one comic like codified it immediately as sort of that like very raunchy dress, like immediately, and everyone just latched onto it and took it. They took it to Rule Forty Three. It's really and gone. it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> I feel like every time I every time I open Twitter now, it's like I cannot scroll Twitter for like five minutes and not see a horny, a horny Bowser. Yeah. And then Nintendo released, like, an actual photo about it. Yeah. Like, what actually happens when you put 
the, the crown on Bowser. They made it sound all official and a bit weird. And I, this is when I first saw it. I was scrolling through the comments, and I'm like, what is happening down here? <laughs> what is this? Th- this comes less than a week after adult film star Stormy Daniels describes Donald Trump's penis as Toad from Mario Kart. <laughs> I forgot! Just like... Rest in peace, Nintendo's PR department. (laughs) (laughs) Like, those poor social media interns have to deal with all of this, like... Toad was trending on Twitter, like, worldwide when that happened. Yep. I I did look at Twitter before. Bowser is not trending, but I'm sure it was 24 hours ago. Probably. It's incredible. My my favourite thing that I've seen is, like... um, Y'all are cowards. Bowser was always hot. <laughs> <laughs> the thing though, one of the things I saw was it was Bowser and and Prince Peacher because they put Bowser's shell on Princess oh Peach God. and he turned into like this dapper prince. <laughs> so, there's been some. There's actually been some really good ones. And like just good art as well. Not like yeah. not, not always just like really. Despite horny, my like, moral obligations, I must admit this is drawn well. <laughs> there's so much, there's so much of it that's out there, and a lot of people who like it's are just being really... so much. It's, good, it's a good design, right? And you can take it in different. It's versatile, ways. yeah. Yeah, and like, I don't know, sexy horny lady. Turns out, literally horny. <laughs> people love that. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just. I just... <laughs> I don't understand it. It's it's blown up much faster than than it should have. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The 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 ratio to people being honest, like actually creative, to people drawing porn, which they were probably doing with Peach anyway, is astounding. That's <laughs> it. It confounds me. But I'm not, as we discussed last episode, I'm not necessarily one with the internet. <laughs> for good yeah mostly. um next I think, next. I think we can move on take a quick break first and then we'll be right back I with... just want to point out my, my byline for our topic here is Bowsette what the fuck yep no that, that's 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 fair we'll be right back yes okay cool so topic five um Total War Rome 2 which came out let me, let me find the store page for you. This whole day has just been fans are bad. <laughs> yeah, but I kind of don't mind that because I feel like that is an important thing to remember. Um, a game which came out 2nd of September 2013, literally five years ago, is... That was the first PAX Australia. Oh, really? It was the... Yeah, right. Yeah. Full on. It was a fucking long time ago. Uh, so as of um, about four days ago, this game has gotten review bombed. It has received... Um, just on the store page, uh, nearly 2,000 reviews in, in the recent, uh, category out of its 22,000. So most of those are people review bombing the game. What is review bombing? It's when you give, when a large group of people negatively review a game to affect its sales. And a large group of babies. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, not people, babies. Babies on the internet cry. Why are they, why are these babies review bombing the game? Well... There's too many women in it, (laughs) but only recently, which is a problem. So because uh, there's been content added to the game, which means that some civilizations in Total War uh, have a certain amount of female chiefs or commanders or whatever they're called, uh, there have been new uh, civilizations 
introduced, I guess, which mean that uh, some of them have higher rates, than, uh, lower rates than of female commanders than others. Apparently, it's always been in the game, uh, but this has led to a single screenshot of only female commanders in some scenario or something, and it's and it's led to uh, people complaining. the The developer said the developer PR person, who is a woman, uh, said to the angry babies, um, "Hey." It's always been like this. We're not going to change it. If you really don't like it, you can mod it out or stop playing. Mm. And so now it's being review bombed on Steam, which is just fucking trash. Like one of the, I I've, I've brought I've had this up specifically so I can quote some of this on this um on this cast of pod. Uh, <laughs> one I've got here is from someone who has spent two hundred sixty hours uh, on record for this game and says. I do not want a game with SJW crap in it. It should be illegal to alter a paid-for game after after such a long time after release since I have no chance to refund the altered product. I didn't pay for SJW politics. Sorry, I didn't hear. I all heard was, like, crying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crying that, babies. That's, 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 all, that's actually the only thing that they're saying is... is <laughs> um, I'm just so surprised that this stuff happens. And I think one of the reasons why I really wanted to bring this up is because after... Um, a month or two ago when... Who, who created Guild Wars? Who's the team behind Guild Wars? I'm not sure. ArenaNet, um, yes. I think. Yeah. ArenaNet. Um, there was that whole debacle where the narrative designer of that of that game did an AMA, got hassled, well, yeah, got sort of mansplayed to... She pushed back, as is her right. Uh, the community pushed back, and then she got fired along with a co-worker who defended her, um, basically because of a Reddit mob. Like, I'm so glad that in this instance the developer creative assembly has come out and said hey this has always been in the game this isn't going away get over it yeah like they have officially what, come out and what, said what was the the caption which is like yo yeah that's yeah. right they did this whole statement about the the percentage rates of women being commanders in this and that and what it means in in all of their systems it was very clinical but the the picture the caption of the on twitter was just yo, yo. it's like yeah. look at this you dummies uh. Oh, it's so good. Some, like, someone, um, you fucking babies. Like, someone, yeah. someone quote commented, it's like, a video game company just had to issue a press release because their game features women. Yeah. Yep. yep, right? And it's, it's the same as what happened with the Battlefield uh, announcement oh earlier this year. And it's the same as what happened with Creative Assembly again. It's it's just such... It's such bullshit. How soon until they have to do it for Tomb Raider? Like, it's just... Yeah. Like... <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> There's too many women in my Uncharted game. Yeah. Why did they reduce Lara Croft's breast size between the old games and the new games? Yeah. I want equality Not for Lara's for this breasts. Social justice warrior bullshit. Yeah. And every time I hear some argument like that, I'm struck with one quote I heard from Kind of Funny, which is, Who doesn't want social justice? Yeah. I know. Like, yeah, honestly, I, like, yeah. what the fuck? People that don't understand what it means. Yeah, exactly. Who think it means. I don't even want it. I'm not even gonna. I don't. I don't even. I'm not gonna pretend to understand. I mean, like a lot of it is like just like a reaction against like progressiveness. Yeah. Um, and it's people like, it's it's gatekeeping. Yeah, and, absolutely. And it's like, no, this is this is for me. This is not for you. Games are for men. Yes. <laughs> men, 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 men play games. <laughs> women women do not play games. Even though I'm pretty sure the split is like 51% women and 49% men or something like yep. that. It's been like. Almost dead even for such a long time now, mm-hmm. um, and it's just stupid. It is so 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 fucking stupid. 
it's and but, like, disappointing. You know, this isn't new. No, no, it's, it's not. not new. It's not. I new. mean, it comes from Gamergate. Like, it comes from before Gamergate. It's like, it's it's a vocal, hopeful minority. Hopefully, hopefully, it's a minority. Um, I think it is a minority. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it's gotten better. It's gotten better, and I, th- I think that's it's not why. Not fast enough. Well, like it's more like, it's it's gotten louder. I think is yeah. is what's yeah. happened. Um, yeah. and plus now with like, now with people knowing that they can get someone fired via Twitter, oh. it's become more hostile. Yeah. Absolutely, because people know that they can get blood. Yeah. Um, like the like like you said the the PR person who worked at Arena Net. Mm. Um. Mm. James Gunn. Yeah, James Gunn is another like a, a different topic, but yes, very very similar. Yeah. Um, you know, and death by Reddit squad. Yes. Um, yeah, it's very much a we did it Reddit moment. Yeah, um, you did it. Well done. Yeah. So you found out where the Dur Burger is in the desert. <laughs> Great job. Found out where the Boston bomber was. Um, <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a brave new world out there, and <laughs> and also. Steam reviews are shit anyway. Yeah. Steam reviews suck and are so uncurated and they just just another issue with Valve just taking a stupid hands-off approach to like, hey, we made this thing, now go have fun. We're opening the floodgates to all games on Steam. Just just go go do your thing, gamers. Nightmare. Gamers rise up. <laughs> Uh, and then the, the final thing I've got in here, I, I've honestly just put it in here because I think it's hilarious. Uh, who is familiar with the company Jagex? Yes. Oh. Jagex made RuneScape. RuneScape. Ah, that game that is still Do people still alive. play RuneScape? They do. There's a new RuneScape yes. and an old RuneScape. Jagex also bought Ace of Spades and killed it. I will never forgive you. <laughs> the only thing I know about RuneScape is that Slayer meme. I don't know the Slayer meme. Okay. Cool. What, what, um, what about buying GF for 15 GP? I know what that is. You don't know the Grand Is the exchange? dancing... Is the dancing... Oh, it is. Um, the dancing fish that's dancing to the song and it, the, cap, the caption is... No, don't worry. It's <laughs> <laughs> too hard to explain. Okay. I think that's a RuneScape. So. Anyway. Jagex. Oh, I'm going to read... I'm going to read the headline of this article from uh, Rebecca Valentine on GamesIndustry.biz. Jagex moderator fired for abusing power, stealing player currency. <laughs> so, <laughs> an old... <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I should laugh, but it's such a funny like it's so story. Good. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm reading from the article. An old school RuneScape moderator has been dismissed from the company after misusing their privileges to take in-game currency (brackets GP) and items from players. Jagex discovered the theft during routine system checks when they noticed GP and items moving in an irregular manner and took steps to resolve the is- it's issue. Like, it's like the like, FBI. It's like a Swiss <laughs> banking account scheme. Who was stealing the RuneScape items? <laughs> The company says They're smuggling it through shell accounts. <laughs> like <laughs> the company says that though it does not normally return stolen items in similar cases. Similar cases. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't help but imagine they have like they're having like a sting operation at like <laughs> Lumbridge or something. They have to like stop him in game. <laughs> Lumbridge. Lumbridge. Uh, Grand exchange. Lummy. Uh, since this case involved an internal moderator, Jagex will restore GP and items to accounts that were affected. Police are currently involved in an, adv- <laughs> an investigation on the theft. Jagex was unable to provide further details, but did state that bank and card details remained uncompromised due to the use of a third-party pa- payment processor. We pride ourselves in blah, 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 blah. So, 
This is ridiculous. Call the police. Someone stole 15,000. Money? Dollars? No, GP. GP. <laughs> and 6,000 in cowhide. Oh, 20,000 in eggs. <laughs> Un- uncut, uh, uncut diamonds. 10 mithril greatswords. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I, I've brought this up basically because I love the idea that... And this is like a serious thing too. I know, it is serious. That someone's abused their, their power in the system. That's fine. Yeah. But like, I love the idea that a fan got... Um, recognized by the developer of a game that they loved and and got into a position where they can, you know, be a part of the, the process from the inside. And all they did was basically use it as, like, a cheat code to give themselves more <laughs> gold in the game that they worked for. Like, And now they're being investigated by the police! <laughs> that's Honestly, so funny. Honestly, it's, it's like, people that were stolen from, that's their fault for still playing RuneScape. Oh... <laughs> 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 It's so good. What a dumb thing to do. It's so like it's 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 thoughtless and it's so short-sighted. It's like I feel like they probably did it in like incognito mode too. <laughs> like it just like <laughs> probably did that work. Yeah, it covered all their tracks. Oh god, that's such a funny story. Uh, anyway, that therein therein lies the end of our podcast for yes. this twenty-sixth of the ninth, twenty eighteen. Um, Holy shit, it's the ninth month. Yeah, it's three months till Christmas, everybody. PAX is next month. Yep, PAX uh, and EB Expo, and then Red Dead before that, and Red COD's Dead coming that, out. Red Dead that week. Assassin's Creed is coming out. Uh, is coming out later this week. Yep. FIFA is out now, I guess. Yep. Smash Bros. Sort of. Smash Bros. Bros. in December, Mario Just Party. Cause 4, Mario Party. I thought we were talking about good games. Yeah, I know. I'm going to yeah. buy Just Cause, but... I was talking about Mario Party. Oh, okay. I was talking about Smash. <laughs> anyway, thank you for joining <laughs> us uh, for this, this our, our, our episode. Um, we're, we're probably going to aim for a bi-weekly. That is every two weeks. Because I remember looking up what bi-weekly or bi-monthly means. It turns out it can mean either twice a week or every two weeks. Really? So, yeah. It's the most middle of the road definition like I've say, ever you seen. You should say bye bye weekly if you're going to do two in two in two weeks, and then bye weekly is just okay. Bye bye weekly. Yeah. Or we could say bye bye bye, then transition to that Justin Timberlake song. Justin, nice. It's a yeah, good joke. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> bye bye bye. It's a bye voice. bye bye. It is. Oh wait, voice. it is. It's not Justin, yeah. Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. I thought that was the joke. <laughs> That's what I thought the joke was. <laughs> Jeremy, I'm gonna cut that out. You clearly didn't grow up. I'm gonna you. Anyway, um, I'm shocked. We, yeah, so we're we're going to aim to do this every two weeks. Let us know what you think of the format. If you want us, if you want to hear more from us, you can either a uh, yell at us to do more, or b uh, listen to our other podcast, which is Game Spoilers Podcast. You can find that on uh, all the same services that you'll be finding this one. Um, you can find Jeremy at Obi One Jez on, on Twitter. Twitter, which is with two Zs, J E Z Z. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at KJ Palmer twenty four underscore twenty four at KJ Palmer underscore twenty four. I think you need a new Twitter ad as well. You yeah, need to get rid of the numbers. What that? What that? Is it different to your Twitch handle? Yeah, Curious. they're all different, and I, they're so similar too. I have a problem. You, yeah, you need to rebrand, bro. 
I know. I need a cohesive brand. KJ Palmer 24 was taken, though. You I can't. Don't do numbers. What's wrong with numbers? I like 24. No one has numbers in the yeah. professional games. I want to I want to rebrand to Dr. Vector, because I really love that name. <laughs> but it's so too late for everything. It also doesn't make any sense. Huh? It doesn't make any sense. Dr. Vector. So, Dr. Vector, if you don't know, there's, there's a character in the Cyberpunk demo called Dr. Victor. Oh, that's and right. And they should have called it Dr. Vector. That's right. Anyway. June? Um, Junez, so J-U-N underscore E double S. Uh, you can find all of our content that we are producing, uh, just daily, nightly, and ever so rightly yeah. on minimap.com.au. The Twitter for that is at minimapau. The Twitter for our Game Spoilers podcast is also at Game Spoilers Pod. Um, again, let us know if there's a podcast service that you want this to be on that isn't there. We'll do our best to make it work for you. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Is there anything else you, you two want to add? Play Donut County. 420 by two minutes. Miss 420? Yeah. One, one hour, 2420. No, no time. Oh, oh, I was very confused. Uh, so that blaze makes more it. sense. Blaze it. Oh, blazed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I will actually blaze say... Blaze it. What, I will actually <laughs> say what our most, our next, um, Game Spoilers podcast, Game Club Game Is, is... Uh, Donut County, and that should be uh, up in the first week of October, and the next game following that is last day of June. So if you want to get in on that action, then get in on that action. Only four months late. Haha. Ha. What? Last day of June. Um, anyway, <laughs> thank you for November listening. By then. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. Uh, cut the feed, Jeremy. Like it's a live show.